Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this podcast called The Dictionary. The first word in this episode is box score. Two words, noun from 1913. A printed score of a game, as baseball, giving the names and positions of the players and a record of the play arranged in tabular form. Broadly, total count. Synonym is summary. This is from its arrangement in a newspaper box. Well, before the newspaper, what did they call it? Just the score? Next is box seat. Two words, noun from 1801. 1A, a seat in a box, as in a theater or grandstand. 1B, a position favorable for viewing something. Number two, we have the 4B definition for the second form of the word box, which we read before. Next is box social, two words, noun from 1891, a fundraising affair at which box lunches are auctioned to the highest bidder. Not sure I realized that's why they were called box socials. Not that that's a term I hear very often in general. Next is box spring, noun from 1865, a bread, no, a bed spring, not a spring and a piece of bread, a bed spring that consists of spiral springs attached to a foundation and enclosed in a cloth-covered frame. All right, next is box stall, two words, noun from 1885, an individual enclosure within a barn or stable in which an animal may move about freely without a restraining device. Yeah, you, I mean, it's better than being restrained, I guess, but you still want them out in the field running around. I do. Next is box thorn, one word, noun from 1678, and we have the synonym matrimony vine. No clue what this is. Let's find a picture. Next is box turtle, two words, noun from circa 1804, any of several North American land turtles, capable of withdrawing into their shell and closing it by hinge joints in the lower half, called also box tortoise, because people can't tell the difference between tortoise and turtle, and neither can I. I have always been fascinated by their ability to just pull in their heads, head, head, they only have one head, They're well, most of them, some have two heads, pull in their head and their arms and their legs, and then they're all, like, shelled up. It's pretty amazing. The scientific name, or no, the genus name is terrapine, or terrapene? Hmm, ter- maybe terrapene, like penne pasta. Next is boxwood, one word, noun from 1652. One, the close-grained, heavy, hard, tough wood, so many adjectives, of the box, that's the box family, or the genus name is boxus. We talked about that before. Also, a wood of similar properties. Number two, a tree producing boxwood. Next is boxy. Adjective from circa 1861, resembling a box. Uh, boxiness is a noun. And I just had a funny idea. You should play Mad Libs with this book. You know, you start at one point and you just pull, you know, it, except for like proper nouns and things like that. It asks for a noun and a verb and an adverb and an adjective. And you just like read through, you just do like all of it from one page. I bet you could do that. Let me know if you did. Post me a picture, or post a picture and tag me in it. Okay, we just talked about boxwood. We also, no, boxy is next. 
B-O-X-Y. I don't think I... Oh, maybe I did read this one, actually. Resembling a box. Okay. Boy. Uh, that's the word. That's our next word. Noun from the 13th century. In my brain, mentally, I am a boy. Uh, but I've been around for 40 years, so I guess I'm not. Number one is often offensive. Yeah, you don't want to say this. Uh, it's just a male servant. Please, please do not call anybody boy or girl. That is super offensive. 2A, a male child from birth to adulthood. 2B, synonym is son, S-O-N. 2C, an immature male, as in separate from the men, separate the men from the boys. Yeah, that's smart. Also is in boy genius. 2D, synonyms are sweetheart and beau, B-E-A-U. 3A, one native to a given place, as in local boy. 3B, synonyms are fellow and person, as in the boys at the office. Haha, <laughs> we have so many laughs and lunches and coffees and cigarettes. Oh, those boys, they're great. Uh, number 3C is used interjectionally to express uh, intensity of feeling, as in, boy, what a game, over there at the bowl with the box scores. Boyhood is a noun, boyish is an adjective, boyishly is an adverb, and boyishness is a noun. I mean, you, you got like four words right there for Mad Libs. Next is boyar, or boyard. Uh, you could spell it with a D at the end or not, but I don't think it's ever pronounced with a D. Noun from 1591. A member of a Russian aristocratic order next in rank below the ruling princes until its abolition by Peter the Great. Next is boy band. Noun from 1985. A small ensemble of males in their teens or 20s or maybe 30s who play pop songs geared especially to a young female audience. I did not follow boy bands. I know very, very little. Sorry to say. Uh, next is boy chick. Mm-hmm. I've heard this word uh, throughout my life, and I, it's weird. Uh, boy and then chick. You could also spell chick with no second C. So C-H-I-K. Took longer to say that than it did the other way. Noun from circa 1951, a young man. Synonym is boy. This is an American Yiddish word, boitschik, boitschik, uh, from the English boy, which in Yiddish is, uh, oh wait, oh, from the English boy plus the Yiddish word chick, uh, T-S-H-I-K, which is a diminutive suffix. What does that even mean? What does that word mean? Okay, I don't know. Next is boycott, transitive verb from 1880, to engage in a concerted refusal to have dealings with as a person, store, or organization, used to express disapproval or to force acceptance of certain conditions. Boycott is a noun. Boycotter is also a noun. And this is from Charles C. Boycott, who was a land agent in Ireland who was ostracized for refusing to reduce rents. He refused to reduce rent, so he was the first one to say, no, I'm not going to do this thing that you uh, think that should be done, I guess. 
Interesting. Okay. Next is boyfriend. Noun from 1845. One, a male friend. Two, a frequent or regular male companion in a romantic or sexual relationship. Yes. It's a very scientific description of that. Next is Boyle's Law. Capital B-O-Y-L-E. Apostrophe S to show show that it's the law of Boyle. Noun from circa 1860. A statement in physics. The volume of a gas at constant temperature varies inversely with the pressure exerted on it. That's what I was going to say. This is from Robert Boyle. Next is Boyo. B-O-Y-O. Noun from circa 1870. It is Irish, and the synonyms are boy and lad. And, uh, yeah. That's just, it's just, they added the O to the word boy. That's all they did. That's what the etymology is telling me. Next is Boy Scout. Two words, capital B, capital S. Noun from 1908. One, a member of any of various national scouting programs, as the Boy Scouts of America, for boys usually 11 to 17 years of age. Number two, a person whose values or actions are characteristic of a Boy Scout. Uh, I learned in, uh, I think it was maybe high school or maybe just after high school, that there are uh, scout programs in other countries in the world, but many of them, I don't know if it's the majority or not, but many of them are actually co-ed, which, America, why not just do that? That makes sense, right? Why separate them out? I mean, I'm sure some want to have exclusive Boy and Girl Scouts, but in general, just put them all together. What's the sep... Well, okay. Have I said enough about that? And our last word for this episode is boysenberry. B-O-Y-S-E-N-B-E-R-R-Y. Noun from 1935. A large reddish black fruit with a raspberry flavor. Also, the trailing hybrid bramble yielding this fruit and developed developed by crossing several blackberries and raspberries. Raspberries, as it is spelled. This is from Rudolf Boysen, uh, who was an American horticulturist. And then they just added berry to his name. He died in 1950. So did he, did he create this by crossing blackberries and raspberries? Or was he the first one to find it? And he got it named after him. We had box score, box seat, box social, box spring, box stall, box thorn, box turtle, box wood, boxy, boy, boyar, boy band, boy chick, boycott, uh, boyfriend, boyle's law, boyo, boy scout, boysenberry. I am going to pick boycott as the word of the episode because when you think something is wrong, you should boycott it. That is what we as humans have a right to do. So... That's going to not stop. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information to you. Goodbye.